The podcast has started. Ibass Radio. I noticed on the last... I listen to every podcast. I don't know if you do. I go back and listen to them just to see if they're good and to <laughs> yeah. see what we can improve. Do you listen, ever listen to them? I listen to parts of them. Okay. I don't like to sit and watch the whole thing. I noticed on the last one I started it off, I said Ibass Business Radio. But that is not the correct name of this show. <laughs> this is Ibass Radio with Adam and... Zach. And Zach. Adam Pearson and Zach Nelson. We're both working for... IBAS Business Solutions, and we're just a couple of dudes that like to talk about stuff. A couple of Joes. And since we're already here in the office together, we figured it'd make a lot of sense to just do a podcast <laughs> and try to be as thought-provoking as possible. Thought-provoking. <laughs> right. And along those lines, I got a big announcement to make. Huge. You ready for this? Are you ready to have your mind blown? We signed up for Disney Plus over the weekend. <laughs> Dude, are you signed up for Disney Plus? Yeah, I think you said you are. Absolutely. That is the best $7 anybody <laughs> yeah. could spend. When did the movie Lady and the Tramp come out? The Disney movie, the new remake of Lady and the Tramp? No idea. I think it came out pretty recently. <laughs> it's already on Disney+. Plus. We just watched it. Awesome movie. Super good <laughs> really? movie. Yeah. Do you like kids kind of kids movies like that? Did you uh, see the, li- the new Lion King? No. Do you think you would like the new Lion King? I have no idea. Did you like the original Lion King? When I was a little kid. All right. It's still a good movie. <laughs> Believe right. me. It's really good. And uh, Lady and the Tramp was also quite quite a good movie. And it's already up on Disney+. Plus. And literally every single Disney movie you could ever think of is also there. Yeah, that's the awesome thing about it. Do they have shows as well? A bunch of shows? Oh, or yeah. just Or just the Star Wars show? Well, everything that... Like, pretty much everything that Disney's ever made. But has Disney gotten into shows? Yeah. Disney make shows? Yeah. I, right, mean, I they, didn't know that. And then they also have Pixar, National Geographic, a couple of others that I can't think of. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. My, my wife was not that thrilled about it. I was like, why are you not pumped about this? It's every Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. Disney's great. They've got so, <laughs> yeah. many, so much good stuff there. So what would you do this weekend? It's obviously not going to be as exciting as what I just described, but I'm sure it was fine. Although I did catch up on Disney Plus. Did you? But you didn't sign up for it, so you didn't get the thrill. No, it wasn't the first time. Yeah. Satisfaction. What else do you do? You're always doing fun stuff. Uh, I didn't really do a Boo. whole lot. Boo. <laughs> I depend on you for super awesome weekends, man, to hear about it and live vicariously through you. No pie-baking parties. No f- touch football with a bunch of dudes? All right. Oh, I did go to a wedding. All right, that's good. How was it? Do you like weddings? Yeah. Was I it guess. A- I think I'd rather play football, was but... It a- was, it, was it a white people wedding or an ethnic wedding? It was mixed. What, what was the other mix? What was the other side it of that? Mexican and white. All right, so that was actually probably pretty fun. We went to a baby shower over the weekend. <laughs> Do you remember going to baby showers when you were in the Spanish-speaking congregation? Well, the congregation, A couple of times. The congregation you were in, though, wasn't that... Oh, you guys are still in a Spanish-speaking congregation? My family is. Your family. Oh, and you're in Hindi. Hindi, So you're going by yourself? Yeah. And you don't go to both? No. Ah, interesting. So was this a Hindi? No, you said Mexican. Sorry, you said Mexican. Mexican and white. So that's a good time. So there was dancing. Yes, there was. You go to a white people party. (laughs) Dude, after you eat dinner, they put on the music, and everybody's like, just leans back in their seats. Like, I'm not dancing. I'm not doing that. You go to a Mexican baby shower. (laughs) You're not supposed to turn off the lights. And they had this, like, a disco, disco lights. Like, I don't even think we got around to opening the presents. Like, at the time when regular people would be opening presents at a party, 
The Mexican baby showers like turn off the lights. It's still a rager. Crank up the music <laughs> and let's start dancing. And people are getting down, dude. So do people dance at the wedding? Oh yeah. People got after well, it. All the Mexicans dance. The white people were just <laughs> either sitting eating cupcakes or they're like, "We're out of here." Yeah, yeah. Basically. Hey, we didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I thought we were coming to to see a couple of people get married, not, not to have a wild dance party. Um, do you like to dance? Not really. Oh, so you didn't get up and dance? You were no. one of the white dudes sitting at yeah. the tips? I love to dance. Really? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I love to dance. Okay. Because I grew up, when I grew up, I lived in a predominantly black neighborhood. And when I was growing up, all my friends were black, pretty much, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Probably from, like, in my neighborhood. I went to a school. My parents sent me to a school outside the neighborhood. That was like you know a better a better school, but all my like all my neighborhood friends were black guys and you know black guys could really dance and so I got into <laughs> dancing true. man and that helped me out a lot. I met my wife dancing. I met my wife on a dance floor at a dance party and she even told me like when I saw you I thought here comes this gringo he's gonna suck at dancing and then when I started dancing I could actually dance because I learned how to dance <laughs> and she was impressed by the fact Thank that I was able know. yeah that I could dance and I could like keep a rhythm. So I go to these Mexican parties. And it's all Mexicans out there just getting down, and then I'm just dancing. I don't know the steps, so I just have to do the same steps, but to a, like at a different speed. I wish I could do all the steps. You ever see how Mexican people kind of move their feet when they're dancing? Uh-huh. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's good. We got a in our congregation. We got a Venezuelan, and those guys do like salsa dancing. Uh-huh. Don't you wish you could dance salsa? Yeah, that would be nice, right? It'd be cool if I knew like just all the dances. You just get everyone's out there. like what? Yeah, you just <laughs> or when they do those circles. You know the dance circles. Yeah, and and someone's supposed and to somebody's go, supposed to go in the middle and do that, their thing. I hate that. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Don't you think it's a lot of pressure to try to do something cool? I always get get away from those. And but, then some old guy hops in the middle and everyone goes crazy. Dude, that's a good call. I was just about to mention at this party, there was an old guy and he did a pretty cool trick. Maybe I might try to do this for myself sometime. They're like, "Oh, guy, come on, come over here and dance." He's like, "No, no, no." They're like, "Come on!" And so he doesn't have a limp. But he pretended he had like an old man's limp. And he like limped into the middle (laughs) of the circle. And then he took a beat and then he just started doing a, like, just started shaking his hips, dude. Like how Latino men can do, just move their hips around. Men, white dudes, when we try to move our hips, we look so dumb. We can't, like, we can't sway them the way those guys do. We look like robots. But, anyways, did you you ever see the movie Hitch with Uh, Will Smith? No. There's this scene in there. So, Hitch is like a guy who teaches men how to be good with, with women. Oh, yes, yeah. With Will Smith. Yeah, I've heard of that. And at one point, he's teaching the, like, the other main character in the movie how to dance. Mm-hmm. And the guy like wants to go crazy. And he's like, no, that's not how you do it. You just, you, you just go do a two-step. You know two-step? You just kind of like step one way and step the other way. But to the rhythm, <laughs> and you just keep it super simple. Keep it super like, so keep it super simple. And that is good advice. And if you can master that two-step, then you can go to a Mexican party. You can go to any party. You just kind of speed it up or slow it down, and you try to like you try to look cool, like you look kind of cool. Like You're like, I know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's it. And so um, Mexican party, that was a good time, dude. I had a lot of fun there. Did you go by yourself to that wedding, or did you go with your whole no, family? family? All right, yeah. so that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Because you guys can shoot the breeze. What about your sisters? They get up and dance. Shoot the yeah, you have people to uh, talk yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> you go to a wedding by yourself, you may or may not know people there. The good there. thing is we did know people, so oh, that's I good. could just talk to people. All right, so there's like some people your age and mm-hmm. some friends and stuff there. Yeah. Your sisters get into dancing? Uh, they do. And what about your parents? My parents dance. All right, but you're, so you're the only one that's not that into dancing. Correct. You better learn how to dance, dude. I'm telling you. 
Dancing's important. I go to these parties, I see a bunch of women up there dancing by themselves. Like, well, they dance with each other, too. Well, they do, but then I look at all the husbands, and the husbands are just sitting at the table, like, looking at their phones. I'm like, why don't you get up there and dance with your wife? Women love to dance. <laughs> they love it. And, um, and they're blessed because they can just dance with each other. A couple of dudes can't dance <laughs> with each other. A couple of dudes. I, although I found a loophole for that, how a couple of dudes can dance with each other. Oh, no. If a couple of dudes, if each one has a little baby, then you can kind of dance with your baby, and another dude can dance with his baby. But you guys can kind of like dance next to each other. It's kind of like you're dancing to each other. We got the babies as like a, like a barrier. <laughs> a buffer. Yeah, it's like a buffer. <laughs> you're not getting too close to each other. The baby buffer. Yeah. So the, I guess the thing dudes can do is like run around and throw a ball at each other. That's exactly. What du- du- that's what dudes are built for. That's what we're all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you ever get into having to play sports with a little kid before? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating to play sports with a little <laughs> Definitely, kid. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You can't like, you can't try very hard do anything they break all the rules you gotta like let them get points and stuff it's, <laughs> it's kind of not that fun so i was playing um soccer with my my six-year-old isaiah and he hates losing he's a he's a terrible loser so first of all the whole like the whole context of this game of soccer all the rules that he made up are all geared to like are all geared towards <laughs> him winning definitely He's like, you can't kick it very hard because if you kick it too hard, that doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah. And if you block more than one one of my kicks in a row, then you're disqualified. Like you're disqualified. He's putting all these rules in that make it so he's so it's like not that fun. But you got to try to put on a, um, a good face. And also you don't want to just let him win outright because then he'll just think he's a super awesome soccer player when he's not. <laughs> so I'm kind of keeping the score even. Like he scores a goal, then I score a goal. Right. And then at one point, it was like 8-8, and I scored a goal. I go up 9-8. I've been letting him, like, <laughs> carry the lead. Yeah. And I wanted him to just kind of get his head around what it's like to come, by, come from behind. As soon as I go up 9-8, it's like disaster time. He starts having a meltdown. <laughs> like, he's like, you're going to win. That's against the rules. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. You're cheating. I'm like, what do you mean I'm cheating? He's like, the rules say I always have to be winning at all times. Like, what rules? You made up the rules. He's like, yeah, but that's one of the rules. You, you agreed to it. So, um, oh my so then, like, I had to calm him down. I'm like, I, I didn't want to let him know I was letting him win. Uh-huh. So I have to tell him, like, I'm going to let you win. So just get back in the game. Like, perk up. If you had kids, would you let them win? Half like, the time, and, and But you'd just beat them sometimes. Yeah. So they can know Keep them what it's like to lose. <laughs> you got to be careful. Like, because you could so easily just whip any kid, like, 20 million to zero. You know, you gotta really, he just throws even, the kid to the side and just plow. Even on accident. like So my kids like to have foot races sometimes. Like You're going to dust the six-year-old like so quickly. I wonder who would win a race between us. A foot. Do you want an honest opinion? Yeah, honest. I would. Are you a pretty fast runner? Yeah. I would like to have a foot race with you just to, just to prove that. Just to put that to rest. Um who so are you one of the fastest guys like in your group of friends? Yeah, you are. Andrew well, I, Young. I, I, eventually, somebody will will beat me. So you're a pretty fast race. runner, huh? Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I could I could keep up with you for a while. All right. I just gotta make the race super short, <laughs> <laughs> just so like you don't hit your so you don't hit your stride. You don't get enough leeway to actually hit your stride. I once got into a race with a dude at a bank. It was my banker. And he was like, I don't know how we got into Does it. Does this have to do with banking or? No, nah, this is just as an aside. He, he, he was he was a big he was like a big chubby guy, uh-huh. and he he was a smoker, 
and I would always give him a hard time. I'm like, dude, you're in terrible shape. I would just tell him, like, you're in terrible shape. <laughs> What's your deal? He was single. He was like 39. He was single. He had a big old gut. Like every time I see him, he'd be drinking like a bunch of soda and smoking cigarettes. But we became friends because uh-huh. he was in the bank and I would see him all the time. And I would tell him, like, dude, you're in awful shape. Like, you got to clean up your life, man. Like, what are you thinking? No wonder you're, uh, no wonder you're single. Like, quit smoking and drinking yeah. so much soda, you nuts. He's like, dude, I just started running again. Like, so? Like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> you still smoke cigarettes. He's like, you just got to care. He's like, dude, I'm getting in shape. I'm like, how long did you run? He's like, I ran six miles. I told him, I guarantee you I'll beat you in a foot race. 100%. I don't even run. I don't even work out. I'm just healthy. I'll definitely dust you. And we had a, he's a Wells Fargo banker. We had a, we had a foot race out in the parking lot. I, I killed him. Nice. I don't know why I feel good about that, but I <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you had a foot race? And did you win? Um. Yes. Who'd you it, race? It was some Mexican kid. Uh, a kid, like an actual kid. Well, he's like a year younger than me. Okay, and did, and you won the race? Yeah. Did you smoke him? No. No, it was close. Well, he's like one of the fastest kids I know. Oh, and you beat him? Yeah. Oh, so you actually are pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like that, man. Well, that brings us on to what I think your specialty is, dude. <laughs> I think you need to be doing more foot races. <laughs> nah, that's not. That's not. Uh, All cause, right. Because on the last episode, I promised you I was going to tell you what I think. Yes. I, what I think is your really is what is your biggest strong suit, and what you. I'll tell you what your weakness is. What I think your weakness is too. I like it. I like and it. you don't have to worry about that because I'm. I know what my weaknesses are as well. All right. So just. FYI. All right. Um, we're at 13 minutes in. I think I'm going to do a pitch here. All right. Pitch. iBassBusiness.com. Please visit iBassBusiness.com if you're one of our seven lists. How many people are we have listening to this podcast now? Yeah, we have like the same. Is it seven or did it drop down? I think we're at six. We, we were at seven before. They probably don't like this new, this new format. All right. Well, we've only been doing the format one episode. Yeah. So. That's probably, I think that's probably where we lost them. Listen. Six listeners, <laughs> or, or maybe they're watching. They, somebody might watch this on YouTube or catch it on LinkedIn. Right. Please go to iabasbusiness.com. Check out the cost reduction service. It's an amazing service. I, I just hired this marketing firm. We put together this um, this twenty minute presentation talking about how this service actually works. One of our clients, we saved them eighty thousand dollars a year. They took the savings. They reinvested it in promoting their business. They just landed a huge. They landed a huge contract like four or five months ago. Last month they billed six hundred and fifteen thousand dollars to this new client in a single month. Five hundred dollars, please. <laughs> I'll give you. Good. If I don't save you at least five thousand, I'll give you the money back. Ibassbusiness.com or call me four two five three three two five zero five eight. I like to say it with a little a little rhythm. Four two five three three two five zero five eight. Extension one zero one. Mic drop. And that would, that would be the next step because I hit the rhythm. Mic drop. All right, so now in this next segment, we're supposed to be talking about business stuff. I could talk to you about you in this con- in this section, or we could put that off until the last section of the show. What would you prefer? You want to get right into it? Surprise me. All right, I'm going to surprise you. So we'll talk about something else right here. Oh, okay. Okay, so I mentioned on the last episode, I'm, I'm interested now in the social media stuff. Uh-huh. Have you been using social media a lot for a long time? No. You're not a social media person. No, I've just been started the last couple months because, I mean, that's what I do now. I've never been on social media whatsoever. I don't get it, actually. I'll even be honest. I'm starting to get it. I've never understood it. The same reason I really don't understand why people love their animals so much. Yeah. Like, there's all these people all over the place. Yeah. Like, just go talk to one of them. Yeah. Like, you, agreed, don't need, you, don't need, you don't need a phone or an animal to get some, <laughs> some interaction. 
Like, they're everywhere. There's tons of people. You ever been on the freeway at, like, 3 in the morning? And you're like, why are all these people on the freeway right the, now? Yeah, I wondered like, that. Where are all these people coming from? And where are they going? And the fact is, there's just so many people out there's there. There's tons. That you just... You can't avoid them. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> They're in the grocery store. They're at Starbucks. They're hiring you to do their bookkeeping. They need you to help them with social media stuff. Like, you go to a park. They're there. They're playing soccer. They're hanging out with their kids. There's all these people all over the place. So, or especially if you go to a church or if you're in a congregation, even at work, like, you just don't need another tool to really meet people, I guess. But... For some reason, people prefer to sit, like scroll endlessly get, on their get, phone. Get synthetic human interaction, <laughs> like not the real thing, but it's not like not like butter. It's like margarine. You know, it's like margarine interaction. It's mm. synthetic butter is what margarine is. It's heated up vegetable oil, but it looks and feels like butter. And for some reason, people prefer that to real <laughs> butter, which is strange. But I digress. So I've never been able to get my head around what it is you are supposed to do on social media. Okay. But now on LinkedIn. I've been doing LinkedIn. Now I'm starting to get it. Now I'm starting to, I'm actually starting to get it. So it's not as good as real human interaction, but it is more efficient. It is more efficient. I'm getting that now. Because like when I go around knocking on doors, you get rejected like 99 times just to meet one person. And that could take you, I'm talking about selling door to door, which I've done. Mm -hmm. You know, that might, that'll take you many hours. Right. Right. To just find that one person. Um, but on LinkedIn or maybe on, I, I don't know anything about Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just have been toying around LinkedIn. I got up early on both days on the weekend and spent a couple of hours each morning just by myself going on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now what I'm seeing is it is a good way to meet people if you do it the right way. I think if you're just posting content on there, you're going to end up being quite disappointed in your results. For real. But if you are taking interest in other people's posts and commenting, it's actually quite easy to start to get, 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 a, little, get a little interaction going. And it takes a lot less time than knocking on doors. It takes a lot less time than knocking on doors. And I think you gotta be strategic about it. Like you have to realize that you might meet someone who can start referring to you. You might not meet like an actual client themselves. And networking is like that. You know, you gotta put in a little groundwork to create a network of people that can, that can send you leads, can refer people to you. So I think that's what LinkedIn will be really good for. I also was thinking about something else. How good does it feel when you post something on social media and people like it or people comment on it? It's exciting, right? Yeah, it is. To like get a comment? Yeah. Have you have you noticed that? Uh-huh. Like you put something up and someone likes it, you're like, like oh, I like it. Here. Like, let's, <laughs> like let's see what this is all about. And then if I get a like, I'll even, if I don't know the person, I'll click on their profile and go over there and like, Check it out. Have you ever done that? Mm-hmm. Like, who's this person that's liking my stuff? I, I need to know more about them. People like me? That's what you really be. People like my stuff, dude. How awesome is that? So you could be that for other people. True. That's what I was thinking. Oh, like, I see. A lot of these posts that I was commenting on, I'm the only comment. So someone took their time. They put together a little piece of content. They put it up online. They're like, people are going to love this. That's what you <laughs> When you put something together, you're like, this is going to kill. This is going to be the best. <laughs> People are going to love this so much. You put it up, it's like nobody says anything. Nobody <laughs> likes it. No yes. one cares. So if you're the one that's liking other people's stuff, I was just thinking this. like, That's a good way to get people to visit your profile. That's probably the be- way better yeah. than, than posting content. Mm-hmm. It's way easier. It's way faster. 
Like it's a, it's a way to get people's attention without what would be the word without being like egotistical or something, which is again, I was thinking about you and how you don't like, you don't like the idea of being with somebody just because uh, they know you're there trying to sell them or something mm-hmm. like that. So for guys like that, I think that's a really solid way to get people to come visit you. And if they're interested, then they'll let you know. But you can you can do something really good for a person. You could mm-hmm. you can make it feel like their effort was worthwhile, um, in a, in a very efficient way. Right. So you're gonna do it or not? You're doing it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely doing LinkedIn. Thing. Yeah, and start doing the comments and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we got kind of a, so like we work together, but you also got your website business. Mm-hmm. So we have probably, have probably sort of a similar clientele. Although I'm moving that business to automation fully. You, automation. That's my goal. Dude, automation yeah. is a good business, man. Yeah. Automation is a super good business. Mm-hmm. We, I haven't had a chance to really push that for you, but when we eventually start hiring salesmen, like we were talking about before we got on the podcast, I want to start pushing through. That's always been my dream is to have a channel where we can push through services where if you're a business person, like so much of what you need will just be taken care of by us. That's always been my dream. That's the business solutions. Part. Yeah, like you hook up with us, it's like your accounting's done. So the other reason why I'm testing out this sales service to help me build the mm-hmm. infrastructure, I was talking to Zach before we came on, but I'm hiring a company that's gonna help us build out a sales infrastructure so we can hire salespeople effectively. But if that works, then I'd like to be able to give that to people. You know what I'm saying? And do the cost savings and then bring in the automation. So like. So much of the stuff that holds most business people back is just taken care of. You got your sales machine, you got your finance stuff taken care of, you're not dealing in paperwork because you got your automation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get back into websites, we help you with the websites. We're, I'm learning about social media, so if we could have a way to help people with social media. So like, all you really gotta do is service your customers and just do whatever the thing is you get, that you're good at. You just do that. Mm-hmm. So there you go, man. The higher level thinking. The higher level thinking or just whatever you love the most. Whatever you like to do. Yeah, whatever it is you really, really like to do. All right. That's good. That's good. I'm going to go ahead and do another pitch here. All right. Can you believe 21 minutes, dude? I can't. Before you know it, we'll be at 32. That's insane how fast it goes by, doesn't it? <laughs> at the be- Like I said, at the beginning of every episode, it feels like we're never going to get through it. <laughs> and then it's like almost it's over. And then it's almost over. Hey, I just mentioned uh, book- bookkeeping and accounting. We are primarily a bookkeeping and accounting firm. Please visit ibassbusiness.com. There's a whole bunch of companies out there that do what we do in terms of bookkeeping, but we have a unique structure whereby you will get a professional accountant who's also, see we hire accountants who are good at customer service too. So we have a professional accountant who will be your dedicated representative who's a controller level accountant, but you also get great customer service from this person. I was just looking at some of the emails that one of our reps was writing to one of our clients over the weekend. So polite, so positive so encouraging and the client that we were working with wrote us back and said you know what i just have to say it you guys are awesome exclamation point because this guy that we just hired who's got a an mba you know he's got a he's got a master's degree also is a super humble guy who provides great customer <laughs> service so that's the kind of people we have working for us prices are affordable check us out at ibassbusiness.com all right so here's what i think zach we're talking about how do we frame it we were talking about you're still trying to figure out what your sweet spot is. True, sweet and spot. You still feeling that way? Like you wish you knew what your, your sweet spot is? Yeah, well, right. I wanna know your opinion. Here's what it. my opinion is. This is what I've seen from working with you. And just so you know, um, I have a sweet spot and I have like severe weaknesses too. So well, uh, take this I in the, too, take, yeah, sure. we all do, man. So just take this in the spirit in which it's intended, all right? 
I'm not going to criticize you. I'm just saying. So I think your sweet spot is I think you're like like you've told me a couple of times. You can just find patterns and take tests. Mm-hmm. I think you are a very good learner. I think you're a, a, a great learner. I think you're super good at picking up new things um, and putting them into play. Mm-hmm. Where I think you're probably pretty weak is at actually doing day to day tasks <laughs> consistently. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I'm weak at that too. So you know. But so so what's hard is if you have a business, um, like we were just talking about with the services we're trying to offer, you're going to be called upon to do super tedious tasks, and you're going to hate that. You're going to hate that your whole life. I kind of get the feeling you're only happy when you're learning new stuff. Is that accurate or is that false? I think that's very accurate. Yeah, yeah. And where so where I've noticed so I, I've noticed you're super enthusiastic. Like when you're doing something new, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to figure that out. <laughs> and you got to put it into play. But then when you start to getting into the, like, the monotony uh-huh. of doing the same thing over and over again, you, just, you seem like you lose interest extremely quickly. <laughs> Is that accurate or not? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. So I think you're somehow going to have to figure out what kind of framework you're going to put in place to only be doing like learning new things. Hmm. And, and so probably where you can do that, where I think it'll be good, like we had this one mm-hmm. client that you're doing automation for. You're going to have to keep finding new clients with new and different challenges all the time so you can figure out how to take what you know and apply it to what they're doing. But as soon as you learn how to do it, you're going to have to hand it off to somebody. Have you thought about that? Yeah, that's good. I think that's kind of what I was wanting to do with with this business that I started, LYS. And it might still be possible because, I mean, Kobe works with me on this too. Mm-hmm. And what, what kind of personality is he? Is he more like a grinder? Or is he more of a learn new things and and then he gets bored doing the same thing over and over again? The thing, I think, well, the thing he's best at is just talking to people. Okay. Um, but also, which is good because obviously I have a hard you, time with that. Yeah. Well, you're good at you're, I think you're good at it, but you just don't like it. True. Right? I think you're pretty good at it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but I do think uh, he can do monotonous tasks better than I can um, and he has a harder time finding little details so maybe what about when you're doing the washing machine business did you get super bored installing washing machines or did you enjoy that I think I enjoyed it because there was always every machine has its own little you had to figure something out issues. yeah see you're good at figuring stuff out you're a figure it out person. The problem I had with the washing machine business was when it's cold in winter and the metal is so cold. Yeah. You don't like that? No, because it's like freezing. <laughs> oh, and so you have to like really crank on it? Does it get stuck? Or is it just your hands get and, super Yeah, cold? the hands and just hauling these clunky machines around. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> when something goes wrong and it's like super cold and you're, you're, you're frustrated <laughs> yeah. already and one more thing goes worst. wrong, you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything right. Come on, life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, man, um, I don't know how you're gonna do it, but so I'm, and then so that that also knowing that that's got me thinking about like how we have to work together too, because I think giving you like a task where it's the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again, I think I, I won't say this without like b- boosting up your ego too much, but you're kind of too smart and too creative for for admin work. So that's what, see, gotcha. but that's what sucks because when you're 19 and you're just getting started, 
the tendency is going to be for the people you work with to just give to you give like, you work, like take yeah. some low level work first and like uh-huh. what would be the word um, like kind of pay your dues here gotcha. and work your way up. But since you're going to suck at that because <laughs> you really don't like it, it's going to be hard for you to break out, you know, and like kind of break through to the higher level work where you're actually uh-huh. going to, where you're actually going to flourish. So that's got me thinking about that. But I think anytime you're going to get, anytime you get stuck doing stuff that's not like figuring things out, that's not going to be cool. You're you're <laughs> you're a, a figurer, dude, and I'm not. And you're, I actually think you're more of a figure out person than I am. I'm actually not a figure it out person. Like, I'm, I like to, I love to learn, uh-huh. but I'm more of a this is what we need to do person. Gotcha. Not like this is how we're going to do it. I think you're more of like this is how we could do it. Are you? You think? Or are you more like? This is what we got to do. Come on, let's move forward. Or are you more like? Yeah, I like figuring figuring things. You out. seem like Fixing a you things. seem like a real yeah. figurer to me, especially the way I've seen you do some of this automation work. Like you're real good at like putting the pieces together, even stuff you have no idea what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. But you you created a system that actually right, right. works. But probably running that system and maintaining that system will get quite. I think we probably get quite boring for you. Well, I guess that's where the automation bit yeah. could come in. So that would be like, I think you got to get high on your own supply. You ever heard that expression? <laughs> yeah. It's like for drug dealers who use their own drugs. Yeah, yeah. you got to get high on your own automation supply. Um, and I believe me, dude, because I I've got a lot of work experience, especially like in accounting, doing stuff over and over again. When I'm not, I'm also kind of not that type of person. Mm-hmm. I'm always the, I'm the type of person that likes to figure out like what's the next thing we got to do. The next big what, thing. Like, what's the thing we got to do yeah. to, like, what's the end goal? This is where I'm at. Uh-huh. What's the end goal? Okay, let's work it backwards. What's the next thing we got to do? Okay, to that's done. There. Now what's the next thing? I always am, like, a kind of, I was always thinking about, like, what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. And when I get pulled back into the present, it makes me feel, like, bummed out. <laughs> I like to really be moving towards yeah. whatever the end game is. I like to be taking the steps. Yeah. Right? That's, that's that my personality. Sense. And so if I get called on, like you've probably already noticed it, but if I get called on to deal with like tasks of something that is not the next step, it, it, I find it very it's hard. Frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I need guys like you around and I need guys like um, our chief operating officer, Dwayne, around uh-huh. who are really good at like being in the nuts and bolts of the present. That's, that's where I, I, start to get, I start to get pretty weak. Gotcha. Pretty weak. I always got to be like dealing at what like what's the thing we got to do. I, I keep repeating myself, <laughs> but I think you're a, you're a figure it out person, uh-huh. man. Do you think that's accurate? Yeah, I think it's very accurate. So I think you always got to be looking for, like, what is a pro- what's a problem I can solve, and when it's solved, you're gonna have to figure out how to quickly get someone else involved, because otherwise it's just I, I just I don't think you'll be doing your best work. I think you get disillusioned and start to hate your work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, there you go. So keep that in mind, dude. And if I could, one last thing, I could just say that, like, from my own experience, because I got, like, how old? You're 19. Uh-huh. So I'm 36. I got 17 years on you. Yeah. Um, from my own experience, man, if you get caught doing work that just is not in that, that zone of what you're really good at, uh-huh. it really does start to stink. And I'm just now starting to free up time to be able to do the things I actually yeah. like doing. And I can tell you it's, it's way better in so many ways. So hopefully you'll be able to figure it out young, dude. Even if it means making less money in the beginning, right, 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 sacrificing some years, making less money, but doing what you love and starting to build up a clientele that lets you be yourself, uh-huh. in the long run, you'll make way more and be happier, have more free time, and just have more like complete life. Yeah. I believe that. 
to, I, I hope I I wish that for you. <laughs> Dude, I spent I know we're over, man, but I spent a whole bunch of time um, working for the Department of Defense. Yeah. Um, in a big like military base, just yeah. rows and rows and rows of cubicles. And I was in there just doing payroll, just banging in hours, dude, for like 3,000 people. It, it, it made me so depressed to be in there doing that work because yeah. it just wasn't me, you know. But I had, I had bills to pay, so I just grinded it out. But while you don't have a family and you're not married, you got prime opportunities to do whatever you feel like doing. So go ahead and do it, man. <laughs> Any right. final comments? No, just zip it up. Zip it up just and zip, zip it, it out. Zippity-doo-dah. <laughs>